Coming up on This Week in Games, Apex Legends comes out of nowhere to dominate the streamerverse. Sweden wants 50% of the sale of King's IP to Activision Blizzard, and EA says they have a new subscription service to a major platform. Coming up, This Week in Games. It's that time of the week for your video game industry news rundown. I'm your host, Eric McConnell, and I drank a little too much whiskey tonight and thought it was a perfect time to record this week in games. So, pretty slow week. Um, There's a lot of news, but I really just wanted to go over the big story of the week. And what is that big story? Apex Legend comes out of nowhere to break records and dominate Twitch. Things likely weren't looking good at Respawn. There was no Titanfall 3 in development. And there was news of a non-mech, non-wall-running Battle Royale game set in the Titanfall universe that, frankly, didn't set the world on fire. Also, EA stocks seem to be on a, you know, determined march downward in the last six months. Well, no more. Apex Legends effectively came out of nowhere and kind of set the world on fire. There was no major marketing, no physical game disc, no collector's edition, nothing. And yet here we are, people. Apex Legends took a mere eight hours to get one million unique players. It took a mere 72 hours to reach one million concurrent players. And at the same time, 10 million unique players. Crazy. Game of Sutra actually has a quote from the lead producer. Quote, we're doing a free-to-play game with essential loot boxes after we were bought by EA. And it's not Titanfall 3. It's a perfect recipe for a marketing plan to go awry, so why we have that, let's ship a game and let's let the players play. So that was Respawn's lead producer, Drew McCoy. He was chatting with Eurogamer. He also said, to try and convince a skeptical audience for months with trailers and hands-on article, we're just like, let the game speak for itself. It's the most powerful antidote to potential problems. Well... That's great and all, but what appears to me, and I have zero evidence to back this up, so you know it's legit, (laughs) is Apex Legend is using the exact same playbook Fortnite used to dethrone PUBG. And what is that? Pay their top streamers. So immediately, Apex Legends drops, and all the top streamers started streaming Apex Legends. It's hard to say kind of when the domino effect hits because streamers do switch to new hotness do switch to new games to break up monotony, uh, stream something different, kind of stay current with the current gaming community. However, I suspect top streamers like Ninja, Dr. Disrespect, and Summit1G were probably paid to switch to Apex Legends, and kind of this creates an effect where kind of the Tier 2 and Tier 3 streamers of the Battle Royale and first-person shooter dramas genre switch to stay relevant. Then the game overtakes Fortnite on just raw numbers. It's placed first on Twitch for kind of what's being streamed and what's being viewed. And then kind of the other streamers and those streamers that were originally paid to stream this game, they need to pay bills and they need to choose, you know, what game am I going to play that's going to keep paying the bills, keep getting me money. So they keep streaming Apex Legends because when you go to Twitch, you see Apex Legends number one, you see Fortnite number two, or you see Apex Legends number one, and you see League of Legends number two, you're going to stream Apex Legends, you know? It's all about the views. 
Fans really want to join in on the fun with their favorite streamers, so they join Apex Legends. And then, of course, we have the network effect. So once fans start joining because of their favorite streamers, and let's say two fans join, they play Apex Legends. They have, like, three other friends. Those friends are like, hey, we're on Fortnite, but you two left, and you're playing Apex Legends. We'll give that a shot. Now everyone's playing Apex Legends. More and more people join. The more people that join, it's harder to leave. The more people that join, it's harder to justify playing PUBG or Fortnite. So now more people are jumping on to play Apex Legends. So since the release of Apex Legends, EA stock has gone up 15% to a nice $97. I think it was at around 84% or $84 when the game dropped. Yeah, guys, this is a... It's a weird one. So, you know, PUBG had pretty bad graphics, kind of <laughs> look like the stock Unreal 4 um, terrain and brush set. It, it wasn't a very pretty game. It wasn't a very creative game, but it had an amazing kind of mechanic and setup and social virality, and people loved it, right? Fortnite, a failing survival game, I guess threw in their battle royale mode completely copying PUBG unabashedly um they succeeded they paid off top streamers people started streaming it sure they had the building aspect so you can build and you can knock down stuff other people build in the game um but I really think it was like a combination of a lot of things I have to give credit to the art direction of Fortnite it looks very appealing it kind of like Looks like it would appeal to a much wider variety of people. And you can kind of see with that dynamic why Fortnite would overtake PUBG, right? You know, it's even though it's a game where you shoot and kill other people, it's still kind of family okay-ish, you know? It's very cartoony. You don't see blood. Um, there's lots of fun emotes to win, loot boxes, blah, blah, blah. I feel like Apex Legend is the kind of final straw in this because Apex Legend goes back to PUBG and it doesn't even have the stuff that makes Titanfall unique like wall running and the double jumping and the mechs and everything else. And it's a pretty bare bones kind of battle royale game that's just done with very high production value. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty weird to see it take over. I don't really know. I don't know what else to say. It's almost just like this is the playbook you have to do, especially in the battle royale genre, you know? I saw someone else running some numbers and saying, like, oh, Fortnite took what, what, whatever, like, weeks. I think it took two weeks to kind of get where Apex Legends it took 72 hours to get to. I mean, we can attribute kind of that to, like, the Battle Royale genre was still newer at the time. So maybe, you know, now everyone, no one has to be explained or introduced to the Battle Royale genre. So that's why Apex Legend could adapt so fast. It's still very weird because it's, like, very much, God, I hate to say it. It's like all the players are sheep out there, and they're just going to go to Twitch, and they're going to go to their favorite personalities, and they're just going to play and buy whatever those personalities are doing and it's very similar to what we see like where celebrities endorse like chanel bags and people run out and buy chanel bags gosh it's like the same thing in video games so expect to see this playbook going forward 
And why spend $200 million putting up billboards and having TV ads and having everything else when you can take $200 million and buy your way to the top of Twitch streaming? And if your game's decent and has a decent network effect, I mean, you're there to stay. That's it. So, gosh, this this might be the playbook to stay, guys, you know? Twitch streaming, buy your way to the top, pay Ninja whatever insane fee he has, and... Uh, yeah, get yourself to number one up there. Next up, EA says they have a new subscription service for a major platform. I thought this was going to be them announcing some crazy cloud gaming thing or some partnership with like Microsoft on their cloud gaming or their Microsoft subscription service. No, this is a pretty vague announcement. I'm not even going to go into much time into it. Basically, EA is likely going to announce a new subscription service for either PlayStation or Switch. It's probably not going to be Switch because, you know, Nintendo consoles are historically dominated by first-party IPs. So there's no reason for a third party to bet heavily on kind of a Nintendo console. So likely, it's going to be PlayStation. Why do I say that? Because EA already has a subscription service for PC, and they have another subscription service for Xbox One. The only other major consoles are Switch and PlayStation. Again, not going to be Switch, so it's going to be PlayStation. I think historically I read that EA had tried to do a subscription service for their games on PlayStation, and it was actually Sony who rejected it. So it's pretty interesting that they're giving this another try. I can see Sony kind of just... You know, with the modern uh, games-as-a-service model, yeah. They're just like, okay, okay, go for it. But here's the real final news of the week. Sweden wants Activision Blizzard to pay $389 million in taxes. What? (laughs) Why does Sweden want them to pay money? Well, let's get into it. The Swedish tax agency pronounced the Skattervetket, which isn't how you pronounce it, but I can't speak Swedish, so that's the best you're going to get, says that since Candy Crush and other King IP were developed in Sweden by Midas Player, that Sweden should be paid its share of the IP transfer to Activision Blizzard. Oh, that's weird. How much much are we talking, Sweden, that you think you're kind of deserved? Well, the agency's spokesperson, Robert Glansberg, said, we believe that there has been a transfer of rights from the company in Sweden. We want to tax this transaction for half the value of the intellectual property rights. What the fuck? Half the value? The Skadevertket <laughs> says Activision Blizzard has until February to pay the fine of $389 million in taxes to it. I don't know anything about international law, but this isn't legit. How could Sweden possibly claim the rights to IP development that is sold by a British company nonetheless just because a Swedish company happened to work on the games that were part of that IP? That doesn't mean that they or the 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 company what was it the company Meetus Player or the whole country of Sweden are entitled to 50% of anything. Like that's the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. That means like this would open a gateway for any multinational acquisition or any cross-country acquisition where any Swedish company had any part in the development of a product that Sweden can then claim taxes on that. I mean, 
gosh, if they really like push this too hard, I wonder how much Activision Blizzard actually makes in Sweden. And I'm going to tell you, it's probably not $380 million. So they'll probably give the middle finger to Sweden and uh, just go on their business. That's so ridiculous. I, I've never heard anything like that. I, I hope someone has more information than me. But pretty strange week. Um, yeah, Activision Blizzard is getting kind of hit up for money. That's nothing new. EA made some cryptic announcement that's likely going to be their EA subscription service appearing on Sony. Who cares? Um, but yeah, Apex Legend, that's another one. Jesus Christ, came out of nowhere, no marketing campaign, no nothing, no effort. No effort at all. This was clearly a last-ditch last ditch effort by Respawn to kind of like stay alive. And here we are. They're uh, number one on Twitch, and they're killing it. So here come the loot boxes. All right, that's it, guys. I'm Eric McConnell. I'm signing off. Join me next week for This Week in Games. Take care.